How's it going, guys? What is going on? It is a beautiful, rainy Saturday here in Florida. Um, Jacob says the same up in Indiana. Yes, sir. Coming into May, and you know what that means. Playoff second round. Table has been set since yesterday after Friday night's game when the Dallas Mavericks... No. After Friday night's game, when the uh, Memphis Grizzlies beat the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves, I had Dallas on my mind. But now the table is set. It is a perfect slate. One, one top four teams in both conference all advance. No upsets. Um, you know what? Actually, first thing let's we'll do. Do you want to go back? Oh, we'll go back over our predictions and say which ones we got wrong. So I got both of the five, four matchups wrong as Thunder goes, but I got both of the five, four matchups wrong. Do you remember which ones you got wrong? I think you were close to perfect. I think I was perfect. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about that this morning. Um, when we said that we were going to do this today, I was like, yeah, I got both. Because I, I said Jazz. I said I, I've wanted Dallas to win, but I said because of Luka, I said Jazz. But. No, I Toronto, didn't I? I don't know. I thought I thought you picked or did you pick Toronto? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I know I, I, picked, I picked Toronto and Utah. So those were the two I got wrong. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I picked Toronto or Philly. We weren't half bad. Especially with our, oh, no. our games too. Our games were pretty close too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we like we thought we were gonna suck at this, but we did pretty solid. Well, our much, much better than the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yes, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> our track record is not good by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but going into the semis, I'm and they're very good matchups across the board. Oh, so we got the Celtics, Bucks. We got Miami, Philly. We got. Suns, Mavs, and we got the Grizz and the Warriors. Um, you want to go through this least uh, intriguing to most intriguing? It's tough to tough to grade them, but I, I think the, the least for me is honestly the Grizzlies and Warriors. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, it's gonna it's it's gonna be. In, we'll start with that. Well, it's gonna be an interesting series in the fact that the Warriors really weren't tested so to speak in the first uh series just because i feel like denver had a clear mismatch with Jokic and they just didn't go to it as much as they could have yeah um, they could have they could have definitely exploited that much more than they did and the grizzlies are coming off it what i feel was just a tough matchup which is why it went to six in my opinion uh it was not beautiful basketball. Um, to quote Jeff Van Gundy from his time on the Low Post podcast yesterday, um, it was a drunken series um, where there would be a 45-second stretch with uh, three turnovers and three breakout dunks, and it just was not good basketball, um, uh, good was, playoff basketball. It was just two young teams with heightened emotions, you know. Yeah, they put their emotions in, in line. But I think that they could exploit what the Warriors do not do well. Um, Which is what? Are you going to say size with rebounding? Size, and I think that they could kind of speed them up, so to speak. But I think the Warriors want to play fast. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, I don't know how the Warriors are going to – through through the season, the Warriors did struggle with the Grizzlies. 
Yes. Which is what makes it kind of interesting, but also the Warriors are playing the, some of the best basketball they've played all year. Yeah. So that's what this Warriors unit is basically like. This group has played four, five, five games together, right? The playoffs, yeah. Yeah, that's what like it's such a small sample size of them being healthy that it's going to be like basically like I don't know like what you could say from the uh, Grizz perspective on like scout like you saw these five games you saw what they do. You're going to have to switch a ton of things, and you're going to have to, like, they have the ability to switch, which is really good. Jaw's going to get hunted, though, which will be very tough on them. Uh, I think Adams is going to get run out of this series again, just because it's going to be really tough for him to be a guy that could make plays against the movement and pace of the world. I, I think that they could definitely use him early on, uh, in getting like getting Looney out of the game, kind of thing. Well, Looney doesn't even like. All right, if I'm the Warriors, you start Looney because the Grizzlies have size in their front court. You know, like between Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark. Yeah, like they have size, so you're gonna have to play Looney. But once Draymond comes in at the five, or even like say the Kaminga at five minutes, you can't have Adams on the floor. No, yeah, you can, but like I, what I'm saying is like it's gonna open it up for someone like Brandon Clark or um, even Jaron Jackson, uh, just to get more uh, out of those guys. Like, I feel like Stephen Adams will help, like, kind of take something away from the Warriors and then have those guys have better minutes, kind of thing. Jer- uh Adams, his minutes, he kind of just needs to be a playmaker, though. Like, yeah. defensively clog the paint and then playmake offensively. Like, that's what made them so good during the year, especially games where Jaw was out, where you can go to Adams genuinely in five-out elbow situations and he could just playmake. And, like, that movement could be tough for the Warriors because Poole is not the best defender. I know Steph has been pretty stout of, like, this year, basically. Um Clay isn't as quick as he is on the perimeter as he used to be. Um, so it's like they might have the advantage if you're playing off of Adams like that, just because of the, like if you move, if you move with that pace and that like freneticness that they have, sometimes it's out of control, but it could open up a lot of opportunities for them to get downhill and just play off of Adams. But the key for the Grizz is definitely Jaron Jackson. Like, I made that video for a reason. Just because, like, he is so talented and can genuinely impact the game at both ends at such a high level. And he presents such a mismatch with the ball in his hands because he's able to put that thing on the ground. He's able to catch on the block. And when he's shooting it well, he's a three-level guy. Like, it's very tough. Um, Defensively, he's one of the best shot blockers in basketball. He's really good on the interior. He's able to switch out. Like, he's a dude that if he stays out of foul trouble, he can be a huge difference maker in this series and potentially lead to Memphis winning. Um, But the Warriors, for me, it's just going to be just keep this machine going. Don't press too much. Do what you do. And I I just don't think that the Grizz will be able to keep up with that. Um, I agree with Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't think he'll be in foul trouble because he'll probably be guarding uh, Draymond Green. And I don't think that. Depends on the lineup. Yeah, but... uh. I feel I feel like um, 
the Grizzlies, along with Jaron Jackson Jr., they have to be that aggressor and that, like, dog that they wore all season. Uh, I felt like that kind of went away last series. You could say that was because of emotion. Um, like, maybe just the Timberwolves were more aggressive with them. That kind of, like, made them back up a little bit. But they need to bring that dog back, especially on the defensive end. If this becomes a shootout, they're going to lose – Four game, like they're gonna get swept. Like they, I don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with. Not no one in the league has enough firepower to keep up with this Warriors team in a shootout. Um, and so they they really have to focus in on the defensive end. And like you said, for the Warriors, they just have to do what they've been doing, especially on the offensive end uh, and defensively. They've been playing very good defense, team defense. Um, they've been very connected, uh, especially just for playing five games together. Uh, but they've been looking really good. It's going to be tough for the Grizzlies. They just have to find a way to slow them down offensive uh, on the, uh, when the Grizzlies are on the defensive end and then kind of get breakout opportunities and knock down your shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's your, what's your prediction? Warriors in six. I think the Grizz get two. I'm also – I'm saying Warriors in six also. I think they, they figure something out, but I feel like it's going to be too late. Like, I feel like they're going to be down 3-1 and figure something out then. Is it bad that I could genuinely see Warriors in, like, four? They, yeah. I feel pretty it's, confident it's, about it. I think it's going to be Warriors between anything but from four to six. Like, I don't – I really don't see the Grizzlies doing it. Like, I think they're they're definitely going to come out and punch the Grizz in the mouth on the road because uh, Grizz have home court. So yeah. They're gonna punch them out in the in the mouth on the road. They have to split those first two if they don't like. They cannot lose the first two and expect to not get out of this. Or they cannot expect to lose those first two and then go to Oracle and. It's Chase Center not, now, man. I'm I, I'm calling it Oracle. I don't care. It's I'm not calling, Oracle. Oracle just sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> No, I get I get what you're saying because like you gotta protect your home court if you're Memphis, uh, especially when you're going to some place like oh like they have one of the best home courts, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think it's the Warriors, but uh, what do you want to go do next? I want to see what you say is third. I know you're gonna like. I think we have different opinions about this, but we like it's flipped. In Miami, I'm saying Miami. <laughs> I would have said Phoenix, Dallas, just because I think it's going to be very I just, small. Just because of the news with Embiid, I'm going Miami. There, Miami has a better storyline, though, story though, than Phoenix, Dallas. But I think that matchup, like, just to kind of preview Phoenix, Dallas, that matchup between Luka and Mikel Bridges, that's going to be so good. <laughs> that's going to be so good. But uh, um, Let's go to Miami. Let's go to Miami. Miami. Yeah. Um. So... You want first storyline? We got Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler back to Philly. <laughs> Jimmy Butler playing his old squad that decided not to pay him. Uh, it's if gonna be healthy. if he could stay healthy. Yeah, he said that they like literally right before we start recording. Uh, he's optimistic about playing. Uh, Kyle Lowry also needs to play. Um, but without Embiid, I just uh. I that opens up so many things defensively for Miami in terms of matchups and being allowed to be more aggressive, especially on the perimeter. Like I think Bam's going to start on Harden. 
I think Bam or Tuck is going to start on Harden. Tucker, I get, not Bam. I, I could, like, I think I think they're going to put a big guy with size on him and really just be physical. Uh, because Toronto, when you haven't beat in the game, they did a lot that was kind of like, Harden, you have to beat us. We're going to try to, like, help as little as possible, stay connected on the perimeter. You get by, You try to blow by one of our good guys, good perimeter defenders, and make a play at the rim. Um, it worked for like three games, but that last game, Harden had a really good game. Um, I think, well, Harden's going to be the X Factor. Like, Harden has to play up to the standard that he was in Houston. And uh, that's the only way that Philly, in my opinion, has a way out. But other guys like Tobias played phenomenal in the first round. Maxi has shown that he has the ability to be a big time guy. But the front court, the front court needs to show up. They have Embiid's gone. Let's see who steps up. Like they're gonna have minutes from DeAndre Jordan, Paul Millsap, uh, Paul Reed. I think Niang's gonna get run at five. Um, they're gonna have to show new looks. Their zone looked good in the first round, but I don't know if the zone will help too much just because of Miami's ability to space. Um. It's going to be interesting in terms of X's and O's because, like, with that Embiid out, there's going to be a lot of, uh, like, question marks about what Philly's going to bring. And then also it gives Miami, like, as I said, that freedom defensively to kind of be like, hey, let's let's just cancel out Harden and see what happens. So it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, how, how, like, I know Embiid's indefinite, but it's, does it seem like he's going to miss the series? Or, he broke uh, his face. I don't know if that's, like, I don't know how long of a timetable that is. Yeah, but, uh, um, for, for Philly, I like the small ball idea just because Miami gives up, like, they're, they kind of, like, they don't give it up, but they dare you to shoot threes. Um, so I would like, like Niang at the five, like just put as much shooting out there as possible. Let Harden go get downhill, find some, find an open shooter. Um, Miami's going to make everybody else beat, beat them other than James Harden without him beat out there now. Um, uh, but like, it's going to be tough without like arguably the best player in the NBA right this season. Um, it's like, obviously, uh, right. But yeah. Like Miami played really good in the first series. They closed it out. They didn't play with their food. They went after uh, Trey Young, shut him down. They played amazing team defense on him. Uh, they're going to switch one through five. They're going to give Harden every look that possible. Uh, and I don't think that's going to be enough for Philly. It depends on when Embiid's going to be back, uh, obviously. And I, it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, you got five? Miami and five. Uh, I'd be big for Miami just because, like, that's – They're getting rest. They are getting rest. They need, they need to get healthy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, have Jimmy. or like def- I would think Kyle Lowry is probably going to be out first game or maybe first two. I think, I think I think Kyle will be back game two. I wouldn't be surprised if they said Jimmy game one also. <laughs> I, no, I think Jimmy needs. If Jimmy doesn't play, I think Miami. I'm like on on like 25 minutes, like that. Like I don't think you play him a lot. Like you you let because you that's that's what I I don't know. 
like to me, it felt like that game five against Atlanta. You guys were kind of just like, yeah, these guys. Oh, we were in cruise control. Like you guys were like, these guys are going to beat you anyways. So we're just going to, we're just going to rest Jimmy. That's what I felt like. I didn't feel like he was hurt, hurt, but like, I don't know if, if if there is something, I wouldn't be surprised if they either rest Jimmy or play him like 24, 25 minutes. Miami has the deepest team in the NBA. I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Right now in production wise. Yes. Like, you could, like, Duncan Robinson starting to come off the – like, Duncan Robinson off of the bench. Gabe Vincent was phenomenal, and I think he's going to do a great job on Maxi. Um, you got Victor Oladipo basically closed the series. He stepped into a starting role out of not even being in the rotation and played great in that closing game. Um, Deadman is big time. He's a big physical presence on the inside. Just like Struess has been great at both ends. Like I, we have all these guys that could go out there and produce at a really high level outside of the stars. That um, it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough for a unit like Philly to go out there and guard because like you have to actually like Toronto guarding Toronto. It's like I have to dare you to shoot. Because you know that they're not going to all be able to shoot from deep that well. So it's like, hey, like, I could close out short, see if you get, like, if you shoot it, you shoot it. If you don't, you don't. But, like, my goal as a defender is not to allow you to get to the rim. But against Miami, you got five guys on the floor potentially that can all pull it from three at a high level. While also being able to get downhill, make a play at the rim, play, spray it out, swing, swing. Like, it'll be interesting. It will be. And just just seeing what what uh toronto did to philly last series and just beating them every loose ball beating them in those two games that they won uh miami's gonna do that miami's gonna bring that fight and that could be too much for philly uh now if mb plays that changes the whole dynamic it'll be so much more interesting um it's gonna just because that hard and mb pick and roll uh it's just insanely hard to figure out uh, they did not use it as much as they have in the regular season in that toronto series but um even if mb plays i have miami in six just because i don't trust philly i have not trusted philly since since uh since jimmy was there you're giving them two ah uh, you can't trust philly uh, you're giving philly two wins that's tough no, if MB plays, if MB plays. If oh, MB if MB plays, plays I, w- I would have said Miami in seven. If MB plays, I got Miami in six. If MB doesn't play, I got Miami in four. Ooh, broomsticks, baby. I like to hear it. I like to hear it. It depends on if you, like, give them one game because you're, like, not caring. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like you did against Atlanta. No, no, they were mad hot. They they got fire in game three. Um, now let's go to the pick and roll versus pick and roll of the semifinals. Um, it's gonna be pick and roll ISO into pick and roll ISO into pick and roll ISO. But they are marvelous at what they do. Uh, we got Chris Paul, Devin Booker versus Luca and Brunson. I think that that's gonna be an awesome matchup at both ends. Uh, I want to see how Phoenix picks on Luca. Because I think Luca did really good versus the Jazz. They're gonna they're gonna do oh. that like that like double high pick and roll because uh, he'll probably guard uh, Crowder, and then they'll get that switch and then probably try to get uh, try to get uh, Powell or Kleba on Chris Paul and then have Luca on Aiton. 
Well, I think take it out, Luca. <laughs> yeah, Luca's gonna get hunted in this series. Um, and I think who I think that Dallas is gonna hunt Aiton. Is that a, is that like am I like far fetched for that? Because like thinking about this series, I think it's gonna be. Well, that's the only guy that they could attack. But it's gonna like, be him or CP. It's is gonna it's probably Chris. Or book, book. I don't think his book's book. hurt. It's blood in the water. He he did not play. Did you know he did not play five on five before that game? He just played no. I know. I saw the interview. He was like, I yeah, I was able to run like two days ago, and then I worked out yesterday. I felt good today. So. He played once against Jared Jack. That was his workout before. That's what you could tell though. He was like seventy five percent. He was not confident at all, but he hit that big three. So yeah, that's what book like. Needs to book needs to be big time to make sure Phoenix could win this because Dallas is one of the best connected defenses in the NBA. I think Luca. I know he's gonna get hunted, but I really do think he did a great job in his role at just be showing soft, preventing a drive downhill. But at the same time, it's Dallas's defense is designed to force a lot of tough twos, and that is what. Sunshot fifty six percent in the first round in mid range. That's what that's incredible. And CP has been phenomenal all year when he's healthy. Um, and then book if book plays to his level, he's going to be able to do the same thing in those spots. So it's going to be. I don't know if Dallas is going to adjust a little bit and maybe like sink in more and really force threes, which I think is the recipe to success versus Phoenix is force more threes than twos. Um, that's why I think if they make the finals, I think, because it, in my opinion, it's going to be Miami or Milwaukee out of the East. And those are two teams that really, that's a little bit of a preview, but, um, I think that those two teams are great at preventing easy paint points. And I think either of those teams would beat Phoenix in the finals. Um, if Phoenix were to make it, but Dallas, I'm interested to see what they do, especially in terms of Powell being on the floor in his minutes, because Dallas's best minutes were when they, they went small. And I know that, that was against Gobert, and that's how you beat Utah. But having like Kleba or Dodo at the five opens up so many things. And it, like it's tough. Like Aiton, I know Aiton's a lot better at being mobile, sliding his feet really good activity on the defensive end of the floor outside of being a pain protector where Gobert hasn't shown that. Um, but it's still asking a lot. Um, that's why I think hunting Aiton might be the move. I'm not saying gar- having him guard the ball. I'm just saying like make him make decisions. Like put him in spots where he can't just sit and drop and maybe stunt once in a while. Phoenix has been switching. So like they're switching. Have they switched with Aiden like that though? Like I was looking at Valanciunas minutes because that that's more power. They would, they, would, they switched it throughout the series. Like the they some like some games they dropped with Aiden. Some games they uh, like I know later on in the series they blitzed, especially with Brandon Ingram and CJ just getting the ball out of their hands. That's why uh, Valanciunas had so many like wide open dunks. You think so, they got a blitz, Luca? I think blitzing Luca is like asking to lose. I think that yeah, no, I don't think they're gonna blitz Luca. I think they're gonna. I want to see if they're either going to make everybody else beat them or just take away everything else and make Luca beat you. 
what for match for matchups. So Bridges for sure got Luca. That's what like I think of that set in stone. That's gonna be such a good matchup. Oh my yes. God. Um, do you think Crowder against gets a Brunson or CP? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think Crowder would be better, start? in my opinion. I think. Start. But they're gonna switch, so it's like it's the same thing. I just I don't think they'll. They're gonna try to keep Bridges on. Luka. Yeah, I don't think Bridges is gonna switch. I think Bridges is gonna. The only stay. thing they might switch him and Crowder in a ball screen with those two, but then maybe Crowder might get hunted. I don't think so. Well, Crowder's Crowder's always in foul trouble, so he's not. He's not as mobile as he. He's not as quick as he was in previous years, and yeah. mobile and. He overextends himself like he used to, but it's gonna, they're gonna they're gonna definitely attack Chris Paul with Luca, um, and then I think they'll go at after eight in a little bit, but I don't think that's gonna work out. Like I think eight and will be able to hold his own, <clears throat> especially in a pick and roll. Yeah, um, the th- like I don't know. I like I like the matchup for Phoenix. Like I like how like. It's a better matchup for Phoenix because what they struggled with in the first round was rebounding and uh, getting uh, letting the Pelicans get to the foul line like thirty times more than they did. Uh, uh, so and <clears throat> Dallas plays small; they don't rebound as well as the Pelicans, and they don't get to the line as much. Also, so those are the two things. But also, you're playing against Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. So, all right. So- Really excited for that matchup of Mikel Bridges and Luca because Mikel's becoming like one of the top two way players in the game. Like he's like really finding his own on the offensive end now. Uh, especially in that last series, he was a huge reason why they closed out both of those last two games. Uh, he had yeah. two huge games, a game five and game six. And uh, I just, I don't know. I like the, I like the matchup for Phoenix. One more thing, the the bigs will be huge in this one. Um, between like Aiton versus it's I'll just say Powell and Kleba. I think I could see Boban getting run. You probably because I think that they're going to they're gonna like go like they're gonna force feed him and Javale McGee, and they're just gonna dominate them in the paint. Probably yeah. game one, and then they'll send Boban out game two. That's what I'm saying, though, in terms of uh, just packing it in. I think that that, like, I genuinely think that that's how you slow Phoenix down and make them more stagnant. Is just I see them, I see them going out in their zone. That's what. Yeah, that was my. That I was about to say that. Just like sitting in that zone, even like if they do do the small ball to go offensively attack better and play with more pace, like Finney Smith in that middle of that zone that they showed versus Utah was awesome. He was flown around, really communicating, doing his job, and, and like incredible, like really fun to watch. And but they didn't show a lot of zone with Luca. So once Luca came back, the zone was kind of. I think they played maybe five, six possessions of zone, where before Luca came back, it was like for half a quarter they'd be sitting in the zone and stuff. So you know, that's that's the thing that I don't think would work because if you're only doing it without Luke on the floor, um, you're not you're not producing offensively the same. But also, you're you have that's those are the minutes with uh, Cam Johnson, who's 
has been the best sun shooter. Uh, Bridges stays on the floor, who's been shooting very well. And well, I'm not. I'm not saying bench minutes. I'm saying before Luca came back, like healthy. It's like with Luca on the floor, is are like still with Luca on the floor? They're just not doing it. They haven't showed like, it even without even without him on the floor. They're not doing it. Huh? Like even when they take Luca out of the game, they have not been doing it. No, 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 no. Those last two games, they didn't show it at all. Okay. Like I mean, like under 10 possessions. Okay. That's what those last two games... I don't mean like bench minutes where they were... I don't were see why, though, because that kind of hides Luka. It hides Luka. That's why I think it... Maybe I mean, they were hiding it for a reason, though. Maybe they weren't pulling it out because I think Luka did awesome in their like that little show. Like, he kind of floated like Scotty Barnes. Like, he played like that middle field guy, like just floating around, helping contain. Mm-hmm. Um, Which... If he that keeps Luca out of having to guard the ball, yeah, go at it. Like Phoenix, let him do that. Go, Phoenix is going to go after him. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't switch. go after him and force feed the bigs. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what they're going to do first game, and then since they give up those mid range, they're going to obviously get a ton of those mid range looks. Yeah, but all right, who you got? Suns and five. Whoa, five frisky. I'm. I like the matchup. I I I think they steal one. They're gonna go up 2-0, steal one in Dallas, and then come back home and finish it. Suns in seven. I don't want to say it, but Suns. Suns will win the series in seven. I. It also comes down to them showing that will and that want to win that they showed in those last two games. And yeah, I don't. I just also I don't think that the. With how physical the Pelicans were with the Suns, I think that threw them off a little bit. Like, they didn't think someone would be more physical with them than they are with teams. Um, and I, just, I think – I don't – I like the matchup a lot more than the Pelicans. I think that there's issues both ways. That's what I – like, that's why I'm well, like – Obviously, every team that plays the Mavericks is going to have an issue of Luka Doncic. <laughs> like, I feel like that's basically the only issue. Everything else like, if, perfectly with. If Brunson plays at this all all star level, mm-hmm. that's an issue because you're who are you put on him because the primary like you're gonna worry about Luca and load up on him. So if Brunson gets an easy like next pass attack the gap, you're done. Like that's that's what he wants. That's a 15 footer or a floater for Brunson. And then also, like, I thought Dallas shot the ball incredibly well, and if they shoot the ball well around Luca. That's tough. Like okay. I don't like you can't guard. But I put my money on them not shooting that well. I maybe it's, maybe it stays. If it stays, then they win the championship. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never like. I'm I'm actually they like are, a, they are a very solid defensive team. Uh, once Luca gets back to being health, 100 healthy. Yeah, very, very solid defensive team. And then if everybody's shooting that well around one of the, if not the best playmaker in the NBA, <laughs> it's wraps. I am. Just for them to get uh, Rudy Gobert in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But I, I like, I don't want to pick Phoenix. Like, this is like the Toronto Philly series. This matchup is good for Phoenix. 
but it's good. I'm, like I don't think it's better than what Dallas has. Like I think Dallas might run you guys up and like I. There's so many advantages for Dallas too, that I just think you're blind to as a fan. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be the best series probably. Like in terms of like just like ignore best. It's gonna. It's it's. It has a lot of good like individual matchups and i think the teams are like it's it's a, it's a good great matchup, matchup. it's a uh, great i matchup. just think the suns have more of an advantage <laughs> that's suns, suns and seven suns and six suns and seven i'll appeal you more five was harsh you have luca and you don't think he can take two games yeah. wow but all right to the i think yeah it's the king of all the matchups boston milwaukee uh the finals before the finals, bro. I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. I think I think the finals before the finals will probably be No, the finals. I don't think that it's gonna be like last year with no, Brooklyn. There yeah, there is none. They have the Warriors and the Suns and then the West. Yeah, that's what there's no finals before the finals. Uh this Boston team legit, man. I know that. In terms of net rating, they're actually not that great. We heard we heard what you said before. It's okay. We heard it. Uh, they had a lot of tough battles against a team that doesn't play defense. Um, I just I can't get like I can't not bet on this Milwaukee team, man. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo. You got spacers shooting, like playing as well as you could ask. I know Middleton's out, but they dominated. They genuinely dominated the Bulls. Um, Giannis is averaging 30 so far in the playoffs. 30, 11.6, um, 1.4 blocks. Like, this dude, Giannis has been absolutely incredible. I, I know Jason Tatum's been just as incredible in his own right. He's been a great playmaker. He's been doing his thing at both ends of the floor, really showing that he can guard. But he is like Giannis presents a totally different matchup, along with Milwaukee's defense presents a totally different thing that the Celtics have to deal with. Um, what do you think? I think Boston is the kryptonite. Like how their team is set up, I think that they explain the, it's on def- defensively to guard Giannis, especially without Chris Middleton. They, uh, again, uh, what Zach Lowe said is that he does not know how credible the uh, information is of Chris Middleton being out until the conference finals. But um, all you got, like, you just got to bring out the Miami treatment and just basically wall up and dare every, like, have everybody else beat you. I know they've been shooting very well. Um, it, but with Robert, Robert Williams back right now, that's, to help protect the rim. Uh, Brooke Lopez helps for the Bucks. Uh, him being 100% healthy. Who's the matchup for Giannis, in your opinion? Um, Tatum, Robin Williams, double. <laughs> I don't, probably Robert Williams. Um, All right. All right. Say, Rob, I'm on the same track as you, Robert Williams. Say that, and then say it's like a 1-4 set. No switching. Like, just like a 1-4, Giannis got the ball at the top or at the elbow or something. Like, you send two, Giannis is a dang good passer. And that's like, that's curtains. That's an easy bucket for someone. Like, 
I I think like I don't, say Sven, I don't say Sven too. I just say wall up, like create that wall that Miami built. That in, the in wall the- is something like that's more like a transition thing though. What you're like, are you saying that, or are you saying like load the box? Like you, like, you, yeah, load. You oh. load. Well, if you load in the half court like that, then it's like pick you apart. Like Giannis could pass. Like it's not like he he's make like, him make him do that. That's fair. All without it with the ball outside of Giannis's hands and somebody else taking a jump shot is a lot. It's a win for the Celtics. Yeah. Especially with how Giannis is playing right now. Like it's, um, I mean, it's going to be an amazing series. I just think Boston has the intangibles to uh, go after what the Bucks do. Um, offensively is where it's going to be a little bit harder for them mm-hmm. because of how good the Bucks are defensively. And yeah. I really don't, I don't like Boston's offense. I'm, I'm with you on that. Really stagnant. Uh, especially like they, like they go on those stretches where they just don't pass the ball. Like it's just yeah. one-on-one or, and no off ball movement. Yeah. yeah. But the, at the same time too, if you're just saying from like, they had a lot of good action in the regular season, but against that Brooklyn defense, it's just like they ask for it. Like, they're going to switch guard. Like, they're going to switch everything almost. So, it's like, let's get Drogage in this action and go at the guy. So, it's like. But, like, there were there was a lot of times when they didn't do that. They just kind of went. Yeah. Went yeah. The ball. They got the ball to Tatum. Uh, Marcus, starts, Marcus Smart just stood there. And then you had shooters on the other side just spaced and standing. Like, it's it got stagnant a lot. Um but when it look like when they when they are doing their actions, when they are moving off the ball, they do look very good offensively. It's just that's that little bit of um, stagnant that does come pretty often for Boston is what scares me, especially against that type of a defense in Milwaukee. To pivot a little bit, I think that Milwaukee, in terms of an X factor, needs Drew Holiday to produce at a very high level. Yeah, they need him to step it up, yes. Like, Drew's going to have to average a minimum of, like, 18 a game, keep passing the ball like he has, and he's going to have a whole assignment defensively. Like, you're, we're, like, they need the world from Drew Holiday. Like, they are asking so much of him. But it's going to be necessary for them to win. Like, Boston is a really good team. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying this stuff about Milwaukee thinking that Boston's, like, dog water i'm like boston is arguably the best team left in the field Mm -hmm. um i i think that boston just does not have the spacing to present those issues to milwaukee along with the stagnant offense like you're not gonna get easy pain points you're not like they created the basically like the formula for what Boston tries to do now with Robert Williams, like camping him in the paint and really like run you off the, like they don't run you off, but like it's like good luck scoring in the paint. So we're going to basically like, you're going to have to shoot threes to beat us, which I think Milwaukee's built a lot more for because if Giannis drew Grayson, they all get downhill. Then there's Brooke Lopez in the corner. There's, Wesley Matthews spotting up Bobby above Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Yeah, like they have everyone that plays besides Giannis as a consistent spacer. Like yeah. it's just 
that that to me like Boston tries to like they're trying to replicate the formula in their own way where it's more switchy they really scram off the ball there there's a lot more pressure while Milwaukee is very sit back we're going to get into the ball but the whole point of getting into the ball is to force you to drive and make a play around six people like because it's going to be tough it's going to be it's it's like they do the same thing in their own different ways and I'm not going to lie. I think the average scoring in this series might be below like 100. For like I think it's going 6-7. I think the average scoring is going to be maybe 98, 98 to like 105 range. Like it's going to be rock fights. It's going to be it's going to be a battle. Yes. It's going to be physical. It's going to be like great defensive matchups. Uh Rock fights. There's gonna be games in the mid '80s. I hope. I hope one of them ends in the '80s. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. There's, I guarantee there's going to be one. Like there's I going hope to be one so. when Boston's offense is it's stainly stagnant, but their defense is very good, and no one could score. Yeah. Who do you have? I have a feeling. I know, but it goes back and forth. Like I'm like I really don't know. Um, I've been feeling Boston in seven. Uh, but I'm a, I'll go Milwaukee in seven. I've doubted um, Milwaukee too much before. I got Bucks in seven also. <laughs> I, I've doubted them. I doubted them last year. Yeah. It's a, this is, this matchup in general, it's just it's be incredible. Good matchup, yes. I just I wish Middleton was healthy. Like if Middleton was Middleton healthy, healthy, I had I would have like no doubt in my mind Bucks and seven, but I would probably say Bucks and six. Yeah, that's what like that that changes the series because you're getting that extra twenty two points per game that's able to do it himself. Like, once I heard uh, Zach Lowe's today say that he doesn't know like you can't really count Middleton out completely yet. Um, I was like, okay, maybe maybe more because that's like I've I've been like saying Boston. Boston's gonna win, but like, since I heard that, I'm kind of like leaning a little bit more towards Milwaukee. Yeah. Um. It's I I'm excited for this one tomorrow tomorrow afternoon. It's gonna be a fun fun nice little Sunday matinee. If they're going, they're making the Grizz play that early after their series. They play tomorrow too, right? I thought they would wait till Tuesday. With that game one, nah, they're trying to do two uh, two every day. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know why you wouldn't wait that four days. I mean, well, Dallas would have had no wait then either. Yeah, that's I, mean, what, I, I that's what I thought that they would give more time. That's why I wanted that Dallas series to go to seven, so the Suns could get more time. But if, if it was Monday, no matter what, <laughs> I'm surprised about that though. Yeah, that's what this like. At least uh, they have the extra – they have – oh, they have a nice little break between the travel between Memphis and Golden State, though. What, four days? Three yeah, days. they play the third and then they play the seventh. Yeah. For the Philly Heat Series, it's every – like every other day until game seven they have a three-day break. Like they have every other day unless if it goes to seven the and Boston, they have two off. I think the Boston Series is two days between everything. Just like how it was against the Nets. Is it actually? I think I saw I'm it. looking now. The first, the third, the seventh. Nah, they're uh, 
they're on the same schedule as the Grizz and Golden State. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So then the Suns are probably on the same. That's the Heat. <laughs> that that every other day is yeah. Yep. Same as the Heat. Second, fourth, sixth, That's eighth. That's horrible. That is horrible. That's not a far trip for your, either it's of them. It's not a far trip, but we need book healthy. No. Miami needs people healthy, too. Um, okay. But Dallas, baby. Go Mavs, go. Um, no, the, and, Suns, the Suns need uh, to get Jay Crowder going, and then we're unbeatable. What? Dude, all right. What is he shooting, like 15%? Oh, it's, it's probably really bad. I haven't looked. I haven't dabbled in that one. I don't want to see no making, Jay Crowder slander on my podcast. He's been making some lately. Like he's probably shooting like thirty three percent in the last two games. But hey, no slander. I love Jay Crowder, man. Well, he does. He does good stuff. Like he gets in other people's heads, which is why I think maybe they might throw him on Luca a little bit, just to try to get in. Well, he's physical. Try to get a T out of Luca. Get a T. Um, it'll be a. Uh, it will be a really fun second round, though. It will be. All these matchups are really good. Like I like, I could see them going going both ways in probably every one of the series, except one. I don't know about the Warriors. No, I know you're talking about Miami, but I don't know. Like the Warriors is probably the most questionable one, seeing it going both Ooh. ways. But the mo- oh, you mean oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I'm I'm happy we got to chat about this and kind of dive in because I. I'd rather finals week next week, huh? Ooh, finals week next week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't really care. Um, we will probably have another podcast this week because my school habits are not the greatest, and I prefer this. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in to the Just Hoops podcast. Um, get ready, enjoy, tune in. Um, great basketball ahead. Really turning up the playoffs now. Really turning it up. Everything, everything means more. These games mean more than the first round. Uh huh. More pressure. Much more. But steps up. Excited about that. It's always a fun part of the playoffs. It's Bobby Portis last year. It could be him again, man. Could be him again. Could be. They might go jumbo still. That's what I want. I want to see that. I should. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what they're starting to jumbo <laughs> line up. Oh, um, uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy.